there's a new PlayStation out. There's a new Xbox out. Mm -hmm. So I was way late to the game trying to find one for Kellen. <laughs> now they're on eBay for like 1600 bucks. Yep. And you don't even know if it's real. Like you might get ripped off. You probably will. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, man. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of The Capitalist Investor. As always, you got Mark and Derek. D, what up, buddy? Mark, what's going on, man? Not much, man. So for me and you, it's Thanksgiving time. Yeah. By the time this is released, <laughs> Thanksgiving will have already happened. Yes. So <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Hey, same to you. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a little weird this year. Yeah. Are your plans a little curtailed? Yeah. Yeah. We're not running around to different places like normal. Yeah. So. You Which do. actually isn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Two families and the kids, there's a lot of running around. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've been stuck at home for like nine months, so <laughs> I kind of want to run around, you know? <laughs> Things have changed a little bit. That's for sure. So look, in honor of Thanksgiving, and I know this episode will come out after the blowout holiday shopping season actually starts. Yep. Technically starts, I should say, D, mm -hmm. which we'll talk about soon. This is like our Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday shopping season episode. Right. All right. So I kind of just want to go through and talk about what we should expect out of this holiday shopping season, who some of the winners might be, who some of the losers might be, all that good stuff. Yep. All right. So to kind of get us started, obviously, COVID remains front and center. So as of the time we're recording this episode, it looks like there's 12.6 million cases confirmed in the U.S., and 260,000 deaths, right? So, I mean, obviously, that's why a lot of people are reining in their holiday plans. Right. My take on this, D, is that that is going to lead to a significant increase in holiday spending. Absolutely. I mean, what else do people have to do right now? <laughs> exactly, right? It's not exactly... The law of Amazon. Yeah. How many packages show up on your front porch, right? <laughs> the worse the lockdown gets, the more packages that show up on my front doorstep every exactly, day. Exactly, <laughs> right? So my take is definitely that, like, let's assume you're a grandparent mm -hmm. and you can't see your grandkids. Right. Are you really going to tighten the belt buckle this year on holiday spending, or are you going to spend extra? <laughs> You're going to spend extra. I think that's, that's the what case. grandparents do. I think that's definitely the case, right? <laughs> Just take a look at my kid's toy room. It's out of control <laughs> and I don't buy anything, which is nice. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So, I mean, let's talk a little bit about this. I mean, you've got, you know, your typical like brick and mortar stores. Have you paid attention to like Nordstrom and Macy's and all those old school brick and mortar retailers over the course of the last month? I have. It's ridiculous, it's dude. Not good. Nordstrom, <laughs> since November 2nd, now this is through November 25th, is up 134%. Mm -hmm. Macy's is up 84%. The S&P is up 10% over that same time frame. <laughs> so, I mean, these things are significantly outperforming off the back of vaccine news. Right. But I can't imagine people are going to rush into Macy's to buy a bunch of Christmas gifts. I can't imagine it either, especially at a time where it seems like a lot of families have made the choices not to see each other over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Are you really going to do stuff like that and then, you know, go out to Kohl's and Macy's and Nordstrom's and, yeah. <laughs> and do your shopping? Right. Probably not going to happen. I agree. So, I mean, the questions I think for this holiday shopping season are, you know, how much is going to happen in your traditional brick and mortar stores versus e-commerce and how much growth right. year over year do we expect to realize? You know, I can tell you e-commerce 
looks like it's going to be up like maybe 30 to 35% this year, year over year, comparing it to 2019. Right. And just to put that in perspective, 2019 was up 20% year over year. 2018 was up, I think, 22% year over year. 2017 was up 28%. So D, the trend is as more and more people are shopping via e-commerce, it's tougher to increase at a high percentage every year. So the percentage increase has been coming down Mm -hmm. until it stopped coming down and it went back up. (laughs) So when you put it in perspective, it really is a huge increase in e-commerce spending this year. We've talked about this on past shows. I mean, we both believe that is the future. That's not going away. I think a little, you know, it's impossible to know exactly how much, but I think this pandemic has forced some people who might have not been online shoppers into becoming online shoppers. The people that said, hey, you know, I don't want to go online. I'd rather do it in person. Right. Kind of the resistors of the movement. And then when they go through, they place their orders online. They don't have to leave their house. It shows up to their front door. It's amazing. It's like magic. <laughs> and they're like, hey, well, maybe I don't need to go to the store anymore. <laughs> yeah. The problem is it's addictive. Oh, yeah. That's a big problem. I need my iPhone taken away from me. <laughs> Somebody delete my Amazon app, please. <laughs> I just ordered loofahs. <laughs> nice. My wife was like, I need these loofahs. I was like, just go on Amazon. She's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. One Who doesn't click? think about going on Amazon? <laughs> My wife, you know, <laughs> sometimes she's still wants to go out to the stores to get stuff. Yeah. I was like, you can get anything you need yeah, on like, Amazon. I don't like going to any stores anymore. <laughs> Six, Problem is I buy too much. <laughs> $6.99, boom, done. Are you able to buy just one like quantity of something or do you buy like two or three at a time? Uh, I usually try to do it in bulk, if you will, try yeah. to combine order. You don't even have to do that anymore. You don't have to, but yeah. I do it anyways. And then I forget <laughs> where I put the other two or three that I bought. Exactly. It's bad decision, man. <laughs> bad decision. All right. So you had a quick little fun thing to go through here that you put in your notes. What's your best childhood Christmas gift you ever got? Let's pause for a second and let's run through that. So you go first. <laughs> and I'll tell you mine. All right. So childhood, I defined anything before you graduate from high school. Okay. Because obviously I don't really remember, you know, zero through four or five. It doesn't count. So probably my most memorable gift was Thurman Thomas NFL jersey. Nice. So this is probably around 91, 92, somewhere in there. So I just moved to Cleveland. She like middle school age, maybe? Yeah, middle school age. Yep. Still a Bills fan in a Brownstown. The Bills were going to the Super Bowls and losing them. But they're still going, so it was fun. But back then, you couldn't just go online and order stuff, right? Yeah. So, you know, getting an authentic jersey was a really, really big deal back that then. That was cool. So that was a really great gift, and I wore it to school all the time. I'm sure. So mine was, I had to be, what, maybe sixth grade, got a Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. And I remember this specifically. <laughs> now, my dad's probably listening, so he's never heard this before, so this is not good. But I remember seeing a box wrapped in my basement. And I was wondering what it was. So I took a flashlight mm-hmm. and I walked up next to the wrapping paper and I pulled it aside just enough so that I could see through. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I see Mario. Yeah. I see Mario. <laughs> Score. I see Mario. <laughs> so the Super Nintendo was pretty cool. I mean, nice. what was it? Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis back in the day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Man. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> so getting back to our topic today, kind of the retail shopping season, winners and losers, D, one of the things I mentioned early in the show was that 
Black Friday, Cyber Monday, these have been huge days in the past and they'll still continue to be huge. But doesn't it seem like the holiday shopping season's being pulled like further and further up in the year? Absolutely. Every single year. I mean, even in the last couple of years, probably call it like 17, 18, and 19, when I would go visit my wife's side of the family, they were leaving after Thanksgiving dinner to go shopping. I think Walmart really started the trend. It started out at midnight and then yeah, it went yeah. back to 11. And then I think it was basically like six o'clock on Thanksgiving, you could go Black Friday shopping. It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Which kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never participated in Black Friday shopping. I don't know if you have. I have not, but my wife did when we built our last house. This is when plasma TVs were the thing. Oh, yeah. You know, I had to wait in line to get the plasma TV. Right. Yeah, I would never do that. (laughs) No, No, thank you. So, yeah, I mean, I've got the numbers here. So from October of 2019 to October of 2020, retail sales were up Mm 10.6%. Right. So, and it looks like 42% of consumers started their holiday shopping earlier than normal this year, probably because, like you said, there's nothing else to do. Right. Right. (laughs) Nothing else to do. You know, obviously, there's a new PlayStation out, there's a new Xbox out. Mm -hmm. So, I was way late to the game trying to find one for Kellen. (laughs) Now they're on eBay for like 1600 bucks. Yep. And you don't even know if it's real. Like, you might get ripped off. You probably will. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy, man. I did that when the uh, original Xbox, the Xbox 360 came out. Yeah. I bought it on eBay and it worked. Did it. That's yeah. good. <laughs> so I, too, am trying to find a PlayStation 5 for myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a selfish gift at the same yeah, point Yeah. So time. if you guys are listening out there, I'll give you some Twitter tags here. I'll tweet them out, too. Basically, they tweet when someone gets some back in stock. Oh, nice. So I think they will be coming back in stock this Friday and- Awesome. You should be able to get one before nice. you have to go the eBay route. You pay sixteen hundred bucks. I'm not yeah. doing that. <laughs> no. All right. So let's just hit on a few different sectors, or yeah, we'll call it sectors. Sectors within retail here, right? Yep. So you've got your old school brick and mortar retailers, right? So we're going to throw Nordstrom, Macy's, Kohl's. We're going to throw those in that category. Mm-hmm. What's your overall take on the old school brick and mortar retailers, the mall based retailers? Well, you know, if you go by mall traffic, it is not looking good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for I've, a long time. Yep. Pre COVID. Pre COVID, for sure. You know, I went to the mall probably two weeks, three weeks ago, something like that, to return something. It was at the very beginning of the day, but there was no one there, yeah. obviously. But when I had gone to the mall, I think I remember getting my glasses adjusted like a couple of years ago. Yeah. No one there. Yep. This is going to continue and it's going to get down to zero at some point in the future. I agree. Well, what I like about some of the traditional brick and mortar retails is they've adapted and they are getting more of an online presence. Yep. And that's what you need today, but it's also what you need in this COVID environment that we're in. Yeah. So I think of all of those names, and I've talked about this, I think CNBC in the past, Nordstrom was always my favorite. Right. Right. Because they've got a pretty good digital app. They've got free shipping and free returns. That's a pretty nice feature. Oh, yeah. You just don't necessarily get it the next day like you would from Amazon. Mm-hmm. They've got a good off-price store, which is Nordstrom Rack, right. which kind of competes with like the TJ Maxx of the world. And the customer experience, in my opinion, is the best. For sure. Like I remember going there and, and shopping in a store 
and you buy your stuff and they literally, they walk around the counter, hand it to you and shake your hand. Right. Like, I mean, you feel important there, which Absolutely. is pretty cool. The problem with Nordstrom is I have felt too important lately <laughs> because when I did go there, even a year or two years ago, there were like five salespeople swarming me because right. there was nobody else in the store, <laughs> right? So one of the other great things about Nordstrom is they started to do those Nordstrom local stores. Mm-hmm. Do you remember hearing about those? Oh, yeah. That was a great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like you go in there, it's probably 3,000 square feet instead of, I don't know, 100,000 square feet or whatever their stores are. You get an iPad. There's no merchandise. They probably mm-hmm. serve you a cocktail or a cup of coffee. Right. Uh, and you buy a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think they have some unique differentiators that would probably make them more likely to succeed than the other guys. Yeah, for sure. What about like your traditional big box retailers like Walmart, Target? You'd even throw in like Home Depot and Lowe's, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. What's your take on those? You know, I think as far as the holiday shopping season goes, I think it's just going to be more of the same from those guys. They've been doing everything that you need to to kind of adapt to a less brick and mortar presence yep. and that online presence. And I think really, Walmart really was kind of the leader to saying, hey, you know, we can compete with Amazon if we start to do this right. Yeah. And we can do it online and we can keep our traditional retail stores and then we can kind of combine those like forces to really, you know, offer some competition out there. They've done that, you know, and I think Target, you know, really when, at least in my opinion, when you think about Black Friday shopping, Target is really kind of right up there for the stores that you think of. You know, the flyers that they used to circulate with the $100 TVs, but there was only like three of them. (laughs) The ones that were in newspapers that people used to get? Yeah. And, you know, you would probably get trampled to at the front of the line to get those anyway. But they've done a great job of branding. Everyone who shops there likes that experience, especially when you compare it to like a Walmart. So I don't know if they really need like a huge one day boost of the Black Friday sales. Cyber Monday is basically extinct at this point, don't you think? Yeah. So that's no longer a thing, in my, yep. in my opinion. So this holiday season is obviously important for them. But with the moves that they've made and the direction their management has taken them, I definitely like these You know, even more traditional brick-and-mortar retailers. I think they'll have a strong holiday season and some strong earnings to report. I think of the ones we just mentioned, I think Target's probably my favorite there. Yeah. Between curbside pickup, they purchased a company called Shipped so that they can do like same day right. shipping. Mm-hmm. They've got it together. And just their mix of you know consumable products to apparel to electronics, they're well positioned right. to really be like the go-to store for someone's Christmas shopping list, right? Absolutely. You know, Target and Walmart, I think they're approaching, you know, kind of like Apple statuses. You're going to have to have at least some piece of them in everyone's portfolio for a long time. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I agree. It's a stable. Yep. All right. So let's shift gears. Let's hit on one more thing here and then we'll wrap up. What, in your opinion, would be a good under the radar holiday shopping stock? So I was excited to see this one because I'm a big fan of this company. But iRobot, they do the Roomba vacuum cleaners. That's awesome. Do you have one? I don't. We had it at an Airbnb that we were at. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cool. I've heard if you have like a dog that poops in the house, it's not so cool (laughs) because it will spread it all over your house. That is probably true. So and my my dogs like to pee and poop in the house right now, so I can't get one just yet. All right. Well, I will tell you, it is probably, and I'm a big consumer electronics nerd, 
is probably one of the best consumer electronics invention that I've seen in my whole entire life. Yeah. When they first came out, they were a little bit more clumsy and I think it was kind of more novelty type of thing. It would kind of just bang, you know, not hard, but, you know, it just bounce around the furniture, around your walls and things like that. But nowadays, like the carpet lines, it goes straight up and down the carpet. It's smart. It even tests like the strength of your Wi-Fi throughout your whole house. Wow. You can set them on timers. So, you know, my wife works, so we pretty much split up most of the household tasks as well. So you vacuum? <laughs> I, I would have had to vacuum, but no longer. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> and with the hardwood floors, they got the wet mopping one. Yeah. It works amazing. That is cool. It's unbelievable. So My dogs are like 15, so we'll have an iRobot <laughs> Roomba or whatever it's called pretty soon. Yeah, that's a good pick out there. And I've been following that stock for a while too, so that's done really well. It's up like 60, 70% this year? It's up big this year. But I think that is truly a type of a breakthrough product that could really almost eliminate the need for more traditional vacuum cleaners. Yeah. It's an amazing product. Can't wait to own one. (laughs) You got to get on board. It's awesome. No doubt. All right. So I'm going to go with, I mentioned this on TV today. I'm going to go with Activision Blizzard. And the only reason I'm going with that is the PS5s are sold out. The Xboxes are sold out with more lockdowns coming the demand for video games is not going anywhere. So, you know, Activision Blizzard, they've obviously got some of the most successful video game franchises ever with Call of Duty, World of Warcraft. What the heck is that? The esports game, Overwatch, right? Esports mm-hmm. is a, that's a oh, big yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Right? These kids sit there and they play against each they other. Get and they get paid. Yeah, they get paid like a million bucks <laughs> if you win. Like a lot. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. So I like Activision. I think for those unlucky parents like myself who may have missed out on the new console, (laughs) probably going to buy your kids more video games. So I'm going to go with Activision. That's not really under the radar, but it's not one that I talk about on a regular basis. It's a great pick. Thank you. I play a lot of Call of Duty. Yeah. (laughs) After the kids are to bed. It's really all you can do. That's awesome. (laughs) Have not played a lot of Call of Duty. I was really good at video games when Mario was in style and then (laughs) not much since. All right, so that kind of wraps up today's show. As always, thanks for joining us. If you have any questions, shoot us an email, info at swpconnect.com. Make sure you subscribe, give us a good review. We'd really appreciate it. As always, thanks for tuning in. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next time. Hey, it's Mark. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate it. Look, if you wouldn't mind, please go to your podcast app, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever you use, and give us a five-star rating and review. You know, the best way for us to continue to educate and enlighten every single one of you is for more and more people to know about us, and your review would help us with that. Also, we've had quite a few listeners reach out to us lately asking about financial planning. So we've decided to offer a special to every single one of our listeners. It's a $495 comprehensive financial plan. No strings attached. You don't have to move your investments under our management. We're not going to use the plan as a gimmick to sell you a product. There's absolutely no hidden agenda and no further obligation on your part. You just get great conflict-free advice from us. And all you have to do is visit your495plan.com. That's your495plan.com. 
Fill out your info. One of our certified financial planners will reach out and begin to build out your plan. Visit your495plan.com today.